Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode. Um, this is for the 2022 Formula One Hungarian Grand Prix and my preview of it. So first we're going to dive into the track and its history. We are racing at the Hungaro Ring, uh, originally built in 1985. The Hungaro Ring was built in just nine months' time f- to be fully race-ready. Um, the first Grand Prix for Formula One was held here in 1986 with Nelson P.K. winning the inaugural event. This came after the Hungarian government decided that a street circuit was no longer fit, so they wanted a purpose-built circuit. This track is 4.38 kilometers in length, or 2.722 miles, and the Grand Prix will be contested over 70 laps, which is 306.63 kilometers, or 190.531 miles. This track contains 14 turns, 8 of them to the right and 6 of them to the left, 2 DRS zones with 1 down the main street and 1 down the street between turns 1 and turns 2, and this track is compared to a karting circuit due to the lack of long straights and several series of corners being strung together. The drivers like the fact that finding a good rhythm is the key to the fast lap here and not necessarily the horse back, horse, I almost said the horsebacks, yep, the horsepower or low drag setups. So this track on paper looks like a Ferrari racetrack this season. Some storylines from the last race, the French Grand Prix one of which was the Charles Leclerc heartbreak. There's not much more needed to be said here. Um, After the crash at last weekend's race, Charles Leclerc fell to 63 points behind Max Verstappen in the World Drivers' Championship, which leaves himself and Ferrari as a team in a deep hole to chase both of the World Drivers' and World Constructors' titles, with the Scuderia being 82 points behind Red Bull in the Constructors' title. Another piece from last weekend's race was the Ferrari strategy and I'm just curious as to what's next from the Ferrari pit wall certainly is not going to be a good strategy um last weekend's race in France proved that you cannot and should not trust the engineers with the driver's strategies I'm curious if we'll see another Carlos Sainz strategy masterclass or maybe we might see Charles Leclerc decide to call the shots and maybe take a page out of Sainz's book. We'll just have to wait and see, though. I just definitely see Ferrari ruining another race for themselves here. Just kind of the fun with the Ferrari strategists for me is just seeing how they're going to mess up the next race because we all know that they will. Now, being that we only had one week in between races, there weren't many storylines to come into this race on. Um, I only have three little bullet points here. This is probably going to be a kind of short episode. Um, so some storylines coming into this race, maybe some upgrades coming. Um, I'm looking at Haas here. We've all been waiting this season for some upgrades to this car as they're the only team without any sort of upgrades to the original concept that came out for the first race in Bahrain. I know there was talk at the French Grand Prix, how they changed the direction of the winglets on the side of their front wing end plates but that's the only notable change if you'd like to call that an upgrade to the car that has taken place throughout the season um i've been waiting all year to see what the new car could do 
Um, the initial deadline was the French Grand Prix at Circuit Paul Ricard. Ricard, not Ricard. Um, that was the original deadline. And the new timetable says Hungary is the destination for the new upgrades. So I'm curious to see who's going to follow suit. Interestingly enough, I'm recording this on Tuesday and got the headline today that the rumor is only Kevin Magnussen will be receiving the updated parts for the Haas team with Gunther Steiner, the Haas team principal, saying that Mick Schumacher caused too much, um, how do I phrase this, um, caused too much damage not only to the cars but to the pocketbooks of the Haas F1 team and made it so that only one of the cars was going to be able to receive the upgrades in this race, meaning that Mick will most likely have to at least wait until the Belgian Grand Prix at Circuit Spa-Francorchamps after the summer break to receive the upgrades for his Haas F1 car. Another piece of news I found today, um, Williams are looking at maybe a new driver or even two, depending on how Alex Albon goes. Um, both Albon and Latifi are said to be out of contract after this season, although Albon is considered likely to be retained by Williams. Um, Jost Capito, which is Williams' team boss, was asked about if Logan Sargent's F2 performances were complicating the 2023 driver lineup, and he said it would be a great headache, wouldn't it? Now, if you don't know, Logan Sargent is the American driver in the Williams Driver Academy and is currently in the season taking part in the Formula 2 championship for Carlin under the Williams F1 banner. Um, he lately has won races in Austria and uh, Silverstone in England, and he qualified on the pole for the F2 race in France before uh, the engine died during a pit stop and he had to retire from the race. He was running P3 in that race before he was forced to retire. His recent string of results have complicated things in the F1 paddock for Williams as stated here. Um, I even mentioned in my motorsports news podcast that I think he will be the first American back in F1 beating Colton Herta to a seat in Formula 1. Um, but I'd have to say it almost seems as though they're going to be coming at the same time with, um, Just Capito later mentioning that the team are looking for a potential loan of Oscar Piastri from Alpine for 2023 to allow Sargent more time to develop an F2. So it sounds like Williams want Sargent to develop more and at McLaren where Colton Herta is wanting to join they have Daniel Ricardo under contract until the end of next season. So it looks like we might have two Americans on the grid starting in 2024. Maybe even more if Michael Andretti can find a way to get his team in. But as of right now, it looks as though we're going to be waiting till 2024 for one. And then probably both of them will be joining. Last little storyline I have here uh, is that the summer break is coming up after the Hungarian Grand Prix. We will have until the end of August for the next race with the Belgian Grand Prix. A full three-week shutdown is in effect for all the team facilities before they head to Circuit Spa-Francorchamps. So we're probably going to have nothing on the F1 front for about a month here. Lucky some people, but sad me. The new technical directive will also be starting to um, be enforced at Spa, with Red Bull and Ferrari said to be the two major teams in danger of losing some performance once that new technical directive is officially set in place. 
So I was already excited to go to Spa. It's my favorite circuit in the world. The new technical directive is adding to it. The fact that Mick Schumacher is going to receive his upgrades here. Should everything go to plan for Haas? Another little element. Technical directive. Spa. Schumacher upgrades. Second half of the Formula 1 season where we start with a triple header of Spas and Fort Monza. I can't wait. So... Hopefully the Hungarian Grand Prix does better than what I have expected of it and churns out a good race to head the summer break off in a good fashion. Now, like I said, there's not much of a way of storylines coming into this race, so I'm going to jump straight into my predictions. I have my first prediction saying that Ferrari will come back with a vengeance and lock out the front row. I know this is probably not shocking for some of you, Leclerc has been masterful at qualifying just to start off with. And signs that I feel is going to be motivated to right the wrong of the strategists from last time out. Uh, Ferrari definitely looked to have the advantage at the Hungaro ring on paper, given that there is a high downforce nature of the track and there's a lack of straights. I can see him taking full advantage of it, especially in the qualifying session. We saw Sergio Perez struggle for pace last weekend in France, and Hungary is supposed to be more of the same. Hot temperatures, technical circuit, and it even favors Ferrari more with less straights. Only one really long straight, the second DRS zone between turns one and two. Not really being a straight, having a kink in the middle of it. Kind of takes away the advantage that Red Bull has in straight line speed even more than already. So unless Red Bull finds a way for weight reduction or traction or low speed cornering, I think this is Ferrari's at least qualifying to lose. I predict them to lock out the front row of the race. I have forgot to mention at the beginning of this that I am 4.5 out of 13 on my predictions, so you definitely can take these with a grain of salt. My next prediction is that Esteban Ocon will finish in the top 6. Um, I mean, he won in Hungary last season after a wild race, but I'm hoping that... Uh, I can hop on the hype train and have it take me all the way to the next station, baby. I think Alcon will be confident and excited due to the triumph from last year and comes out all guns blazing, especially after a what he would probably consider disappointing French Grand Prix, his home Grand Prix. I'm not sold on him winning this race again, mainly due to the fact that it took Valtteri Bottas and Lance Stroll deciding to go bowling in turn one during a wet start to the initial race for him to get up to the front of the pack and then holding off Sebastian Vettel behind him for the entirety of the race and also needing Fernando Alonso to run Lewis Hamilton off the circuit a couple times jokingly here but holding him off nonetheless just to keep him at bay long enough for Alcon to hold back Vettel and take the win I'm just saying I think he's probably going to finish in the top six yet again my third prediction is that Hamilton will outperform Russell in qualifying in the race. Historically speaking, this is a stronger track for Lewis, and I think he's going to get the better of Georgie Boy all weekend, but I'm just going to focus on the sessions that count the most, being qualifying in the race. I feel like their qualifying records have to be about the same at this point in the season. I can't say off the top of my head, and I don't have it written down in my notes, but I feel like 
Russell and Hamilton are both good qualifiers. Russell, obviously, last season getting the absolute most out of the Williams every time he went out for qualifying, now being in a Mercedes, and Hamilton being the all-time leader in polls for Formula One's history. They're both good qualifiers, but I just think Hamilton is going to outdo George here in Hungary. My fourth and final prediction here is that Sergio Perez will struggle yet again and finish outside of the top five here. As I kind of alluded to earlier, it's another race and another hot weekend with even less straights for Sergio to take advantage of the machinery he is in. Red Bull have the pace advantage down the main straight, and then they kind of run out of momentum the rest of the lap. So I think Sergio is going to struggle even more here than he did at Circuit Paul Ricard. And I, if I had to be more specific outside of the top five, I think he'll finish behind both Red Bulls, his, his t- or both, <laughs> both Ferraris, his Red Bull teammate Max Verstappen, and at least one of the Mercedes. If all of my predictions were to come true, it'd be both Ferraris, his teammate, and Lewis Hamilton and Esteban Ocon, and have Perez in sixth. But I wouldn't be surprised if his day is even worse than that, with rain being in the forecast for Saturday and Sunday with different levels of severity each day. I wouldn't be shocked to see Checo struggle is all I'm saying. Oh, did you hear that? Did you guys catch that? It's Sergio still complaining about George Russell being off track in France. Anyways, I'd predict Checo is going to struggle here, finish outside the top five. Lewis to outperform Georgie Boy in qualifying in the race. Esteban Ocon to finish top six and Ferrari to lock out the front row for Sunday's race. Four and a half out of 13 is not a good batting average, but I'm going to take it into this weekend and we're going to knock it out of the park, baby. My podium prediction for the Hungarian Grand Prix I have dun, 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 dun. Carlos Sainz winning, Max Verstappen P2, and Charles Leclerc in P3. Now, my reasoning here um, I think. Having watched all weekend, last weekend at the French Grand Prix, Sainz was clearly ahead of Charles Leclerc in almost every session, especially in qualifying. He was a second faster than Max Verstappen even in Q2, helped his teammate to pull. So I think Sainz is going to be stronger. And without the engine penalty last weekend, he may even have beaten Leclerc straight up for the first time all season. Um, I think that Max Verstappen will be hard to turn away, though, and I think the battle for P2 is going to be tighter than that of the battle for the win. So I think my prediction, obviously, I've given you signs Verstappen Leclerc podium, but I think it's going to be whichever Ferrari gets out front and stays out front after about five laps of the race is going to be the one that's victorious. And then the other one will be battling with Verstappen for P2 the rest of the race. But I'm going with Carlos Sainz to get his second career win, second career win, second win on the season. I'm sorry, I just glitched and said second career win twice in a row. But I think Carlos Sainz, Max Verstappen, and Charles Leclerc will be your podium in Hungary. Let me know what you think, who you think is going to win, who you think will fill out the podium. Do you think Mercedes will come back on the pace again this weekend, be closer to the front? Let me know, and I will be back with you for my recap. Sorry, this one's kind of short, but nothing's really going on this week, so I'm sorry. It's only Tuesday. Maybe something crazy will happen tomorrow, but until next time, bye bye